Senoras y señores, what is going on? Welcome on into today's edition of Citywide Special. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly. It is a Monday edition, Monday, August 21st. We have another week of Citywide Special. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are one week in to Citywide Special. We went live. We green light was was lit last week. We did our first episode, and this is our first full week here again for Citywide Special. Guys, I want to take a quick second, thanking everyone who took the second to take some time to watch Citywide Special. We had a fantastic first week, and we're only getting started. So I want to give a big shout out to you guys. I really appreciate all the love and support. It was a good one, and I hope you guys are starting to get the picture here. Listen, we're just here to hang out, relax. Have a little a little drink, a little drinky, a little sports action as well. And I just want to hear from you guys. It's really what it is. So I really do appreciate all the love and support during week one. We're going to continue going through this, continue explaining what kind of citywide special is all about. So if you guys are new to this, thank you for tuning on in. I do appreciate it. We are currently live right now on different platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. We're live on DSM Media. We're live right now on TikTok as well. So welcome, everyone, to this today's edition of citywide special comment sections are open right now on YouTube and on TikTok. So any comments, questions, concerns, Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, Union, uh, Penn State football, uh, I don't know Real Madrid football, uh, Little League World Series, whatever it is, please drop it in the comment section, and we would love to discuss it as this live portion does go on. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning on in. All right, as we always start off with Citywide Special, today's shot and beer of the day, as is the Citywide Special. If you guys aren't familiar with the Citywide Special, if you guys don't drink, which I, I kudos to you guys. Citywide Special in Philadelphia, it's very simple. It is a shot of liquor of some type of sort. Today, we have Tequila Añejo of Kirkland. This is the Costco brand. That's what we have here today. It's a little Añejo, so it's a little bit darker. It's not your typical light, um, your silver platinum tequila. And then we have here today. So last past weekend, spent some time with my childhood, but my one of my, my best buds from my childhood back in Cherry Hill. Um, we went to Double Nickel Brewery right here in Penn Salkin, if you guys aren't familiar. So we have the Cooper. Wait, this isn't what the name of it. It's somewhere. It's the Cooper River a hunt. I like that. Cooper River a hunt. So I if you guys don't know, I live in Collingswood. So Cooper River is right down the street from me. So I figured, you know what? Why why the hell not? Why not go get this? It is a lemon, it's like a lemon pilsner. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying I thought they had the 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 uh the uh the description of it, but they do not. This was absolutely delicious, it was very refreshing. This is fantastic for like any any, any of my beach drinkers, uh any like outdoor drinking, especially during the summer. This is nice, light, refreshing. It is not too heavy. I did have an IPA on that night. Um, not, n this is definitely lighter. I also had a, it's called St. Nichols pickle. I think that's what it was called. St. Nicholas's pickle. I think that's what it was called. It's a pickle sour. All right. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. I, it, I got a lot of, I got a lot of weird looks from ordering it, but I thought it was fantastic and it was absolutely delicious. So that's today's citywide special tequila Nihil from Kirkland and our Cooper river 100. Salute. Salute YouTube, salute TikTok. I hope you guys like my shot glass. Um, I like uh, I like big Puerto Rican boobies, so that's that's perfect for me. <laughs> salute guys. Uh, happy Monday! That's how you start off a Monday, huh? Little get it all going. 
Appreciate everyone tuning on in. I want to say hello real quick. We got Raynell in the building. What's up, Raynell? With our with our Real Madrid love. We like that. We like that. What's up, Raynell? Nay! What's up, brother? That's right, man. Welcome to the new show, Citywide Special, your afternoon show. All things Philadelphia sports, all things Philadelphia. So welcome on in, Nate. It's good seeing you, brother. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. What's going on, TikTok? What's going on, man? Uh, Raynell is also here on TikTok. That's what's up, Raynell. What's going on, man? Jason, that's right. So this week, we're actually, it's going to be interesting. So um, Citywide Special will only be four days this week. On Wednesday, I'll announce it here first. I haven't announced it yet on social media uh, as I get my schedule ready for this week. But this Wednesday, the Phillies have an early game. It's an afternoon game. It's a 4:05 game against the San Francisco Giants. So we'll get, we'll get more towards the Giants series in a little bit as we'll talk about the Phillies. But if you guys are interested in Wednesday night watch-along, it's Wednesday afternoon watch-along this time around. So Wednesday at 4:05, probably at, probably. At 4 o'clock, we'll go live for the game because the game's supposed to start at 4.05. We'll go live at 4 o'clock. We'll go live through the game. Um, so if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, or now you guys want to watch it together, I know it's a little bit earlier, but we'd love to have you guys in there. So we'll be going live at 4.05 on Wednesday. So no no citywide special on Wednesday. We're going to go right into Wednesday night watch along the special Wednesday afternoon edition. So we'll I'll see you for that one, Jason. I'll see you for that one. What's up, Drew? What's going on, man? Drew, yes. We're born in Philadelphia, raised in South Jersey, back and forth my whole life between Philly and South Jersey. Um, I was born, I'm not familiar with North Philly, but like between Allegheny and Erie, Erie Ave, you have some of those, par- those parallel streets. I was, I was born in a house right off of Front Street called Lee Street. Um, forgetting the intersection. My dad actually still owns that home. He rents that home out, but that was stuff. That's where I was born. He still owns that home to this day. Uh, but when I was around eight, moved to South Jersey. So I've been between Jersey and Philly my entire life. So I got, I like, as I like to say, I know the best of both worlds and drew. Yes, we are live right now on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. We are also part of the DSM media productions as well. So we're live on their accounts as well. Uh, so if you are interested, we do talk Philly sports all the time, as you can clearly tell. We are live right now on YouTube. Love for you to subscribe, man. Never miss out on any of this content, brother. I appreciate you, man. It's, hope you're having a great day. Drew, Drew, thank you for the follow as well, my man. I like the stock pencil bat. The pencil bat. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. That is absolutely good. So as we always start off here, keep, keep dropping your comments in the comment section, guys. I'll be reading those in just a second, but as we always like to start off here, just make sure I have the poll put up here. So, of course, as we always start off our episodes of uh, Citywide Special, we got to start off with our poll of the day. So, busy weekend here in Philadelphia. A lot of uh, a lot of unfortunate situations. So, our question here today, and again, TikTok or Twitter, if you want to, yes, TikTok. If you want to be a part of the poll, you guys can head on over to my Twitter account. Follow me at Barcelo Philly and participate in today's poll of the day. Today's poll of the day. What made you mad about this weekend? What made you the most mad? So we had some options. <clears throat> Option one, Miles Jack retiring. The union still, considering they uh, were able to beat up on Monterrey. And, of course, they have to watch as Miami wins the League's Cup. Uh, media going down. Obviously, our media Little League World Series team had a, caught a lot of eyes. Uh, and, of course, they get eliminated last night. Did that make you mad? 
or, of course, the Phillies blowing it. And, of course, unanimously, no surprise here, the Phillies blowing it actually is tied now through 35 votes. This was in the lead of the Phillies blowing it, but now it's tied between the Phillies blowing it and the Union. So it's 45.7 votes. Both of them are tied right now. Media going down has 8.6% of the votes, and not a lot of people are mad at Miles Jack retiring. Does put the Eagles linebacker group in a tough spot, but I can understand that. What's this? So this is our boy. I know it's part of all major league soccer leagues, but I will never be a fan of, of the uh, and and Killery leagues and trophy chases, which in my honest opinion, just takes energy away from winning the actual league's trophy. Do you seem to always waste just enough not to win any of them? Yeah, I mean, like, that's, like, the one thing, like, kind of, like, to explain to American soccer fans or, like, a new American soccer fans is, like, these domestic cups, like, U.S. Open Cup. How do you explain Champions League? I mean, honestly, like, it's a normal thing. Believe it or not, over in England, over in the Premier League, they have the, uh, they have, like, the Carabao Cup. They have the FA Cup. Um, there's one also that, uh, the Carling Cup. So there's, like, different domestic cups on top of the Premier League on top of the Champions League, on top of Europa League, whether you qualify for one of those. So it's a lot of soccer. And over here, we're obviously doing kind of the similar things. League's Cup is something new, and it's something between Liga Mekis and the U.S. trying to make some doty, as we kind of talked about. And you even heard today Don Garber talking about the fact that he does not see this tournament being played in more than one country. And so that does mean that the the this is this is probably a tournament that's going to be going on into next year as well, whether you, you did like it or not. So at the end of the day, um, it's just I know it's a little bit weird, but it is a it is a tournament, and it was and it still seems like there are fans that are frustrated over Tuesday, which is completely understandable. But that is the poll of the day. You guys can vote on my on my Twitter account at Barcelo Philly uh, on Twitter. Would love it, guys. Um, I don't know if anyone saw the video. I'm not going to post the video because number one, I've gotten in trouble on TikTok with it, so I'm not sure how YouTube would handle it. But it's just so infuriating the amount of times I see like different fan bases act a fool. So what I'm what I'm describing is yesterday at the Niners preseason game, there were legit fans in the stands um, were fighting. And it was an absolute brawl. It was an all-out brawl between these Niners fans. Niners fans have demonstrated some pitiful terrible behavior and yet these guys never get picked on whatsoever by the media it's an easy target to come in philadelphia because number one we do act a fool just like every other fan base and number two it's it's easy it's easy to come at us because we react and that's what they're looking for they're looking for those clicks uh i do want to pull, pull let me while i'm while i'm talking I'll, I'll i'll uh pull up this um tweet that i saw here today um, but I think all of us should honestly be looking at for, to be honest with you guys. Um, so look, one thing that we always know here in Philadelphia, media members, especially the ones who get paid by clicks. So if you don't, if you're not, if you're not aware of how kind of lives and a lot of these sports blog sites make their moolah. Well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, uh, clicks. 
clicks are a big a big part of them making money. That is how they make their money. Um, they they try to post stuff that may grab your attention. Um, and I'm, I'm, of course I, I can't. Of course I can't find this this tweet, and it's bothering me because I sure I did like it. Um, but hold on one second, and I will find this. Find this. Yeah. Ball. There we go. This is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure that. Oh, here we go. This. Really want to. I really, really want to highlight her as well. Here we go. That's literally what I typed in. All right. So, if you guys don't follow Kylie here on on Twitter, I definitely recommend doing it because she's honestly very real and very much so like a Philly speaks speaks of the Philly sports fan in the perspective of the Philly sports fan. So I'll, I'll post this. I'll show you guys here as well here on TikTok if you guys can see, which kind of makes it hard. But um, media rant. I'm so sick of the national medium. Everyone hates on the city of Philadelphia, the teams and the fan bases so much. They know nothing about us and refuse to learn. When they're actually forced to broadcast one of our teams, they get the facts completely wrong and try to get on our good side so quick. The boom quote was the beginning of last year, and every national broadcast talks about it like it was earlier this week. Tonight, they can't even get Liam and crew correct. It's so frustrating, man. I hate that we're so hated on, yet everyone tries to be nice to us when they have to. That's just for us. It's not even mentioning constant ridiculous posts simply to get clicks. You have people on here and other platforms giving stupidity makes you money instead of hard, honest work. If you have read up to this point, well, I guess she's just thanking us, but... No, that's kind of along the lines of what I'm talking about. This video, it gets like joked around like when the when like the little kid like curses and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so cute. He said the F word like, no, Jimmy is eight years old. He should not be saying the F word. Um, and by the way, if you're eight years old, please don't watch my show because I, 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 I have a potty mouth. I'm not a lot of you guys. I have a potty mouth. But it, it, it is just so true. It is just so true. And like I remember like even like. Who remembers last year or two years ago when the Rangers went on that run in the Stanley and to the Eastern Conference final? And that one fan just sucker punches that lightning fan. Who remembers that? Dude, that did not get enough media coverage that it should have. But, you know, you know, uh Eagles fans booing Niners fans and we're deemed trash. We're deemed reckless. But, you know, it it, it just kind of is what it is at this point. But guys, all I could say this to Philly sports fans. Just remember, we are watched under a microscope. Every little thing that we do gets watched under a microscope by national media. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when you're having your drinks, you're out tailgating, and you see some ridiculous, childish behavior. Let it be. Let it be. If there are Niners fans walking through a concourse, you can boo. Yeah, you could, you could boo. I mean, I get you guys want to curse. I don't I don't think cursing is the worst thing ever, but I get how people can get offended by it. Just remember, you guys know how to act. Act as if your mom is around. I know a lot of our mamas would not like it to get violent, and that's my point. We can heckle, we can trash, talk trash, 
and keep it respectful at the same time. Don't give this me, don't give national media the ammunition that they need to get them clicks up. You feel me? We're better than that. We're flat out better than that, man. These little kids started cursing in in what? In a what? I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Um, not, not really, Jason. So they signed their one of their their defensemen uh, that they drafted. Um, why can't I think of his name? Bonk Oliver Bonk. Um, so that was they they signed one of their rookies to a deal. So not like a free agent. It was a draft pick that they signed to a deal. But Jose is back. Yes, that's right. Jose is back for the Phils. Um, West uh, Wesley Weston got uh, option down to Triple A. Uh, those are some news notes. Uh, real quick before we get into the Phillies, though, I, I know I know we some of us want to talk about the Phils. Um, Devon Givens is out at ninety-seven-five. I figure we bring that up because it's still Philadelphia. It is still part of our culture here, and that is now another host of one of their talk shows that is gone. I don't know what's going on over at 97.5 The Fanatic. Um, I obviously have some friends who do work there. Um, I haven't gotten any tea yet, but it's just a little bit little bit weird, a little bit concerning that obviously they lay off Hunter Brody like what, like a month or two ago. And now Devon Givens. Doesn't look like Don, Devon Givens was, uh, was um, I was going to say waived, <laughs> was let go. But it does seem like Devon is taking on another role. At a different company. He's staying in Philadelphia from what I'm hearing. He's still in the Philly media, Philly market, but it looks like he will be taking his talents to a different media outlet. There's no secret that radio is dying. I mean, radio is pretty much dead throughout the country, but in Philadelphia especially, it is dying. And right now, it just does feel like there's only room for one radio station. People want WIP. I, I don't get it. I don't like it. I, I, I personally think that most of their shows are garbage. I am I was not a fan of Angelo Cataldi. People know this. And I just don't like the misogynistic kind of feel that they have, that hot take type of culture that they do have. It's it's not my cup of tea. 975 the fanatic, I always felt like they had great voices. They understood the way Philly sports were heading into. They welcome the union. That's really what I meant. Whereas WIP still are stuck in 2015, 13, whatever you want to call it. And that's one thing that really steered me away from. And Angelo Cataldi just being a misogynistic scumbag. I didn't. I didn't care for that. Having Howard, I'm not a fan of Howard Eskin. Um, Sean Marks rubbed me the wrong way because a fan called him out, and he didn't like it. And instead of instead of answering to the shit that he did he decided to clap back at the fan and and the fan was right the whole time and so it's just like little things like that just rubs me the wrong way about the station you know fritzy i know he's a he's a wise guy i know he likes to bust balls but you know the disrespect of the union is ridiculous i don't know i don't know if he's still doing it i really don't care but it, it that, that's just my point all right and unfortunately it is what it's so like it is interesting to see where Sports media in this city will be heading to. I mean, 97.5, the fanatic, it's not a good look. It's not a good And a couple months ago, I was listening to the Mike Missinelli podcast. Yes, he's still kicking. He's still hanging around. Um, he had like Jason Martinez and he had um who's the other guy? Um not Tony Bruno. 
not Rob Ellis. Harry Mays. He had Harry Mays and Jason Martinez on this show. And they were kind of talking about ISM5 the Fanatic and the direction that they are heading. And they ripped them apart. Ripped them apart. But it is true. Like, the thing is, what makes these stations successful is that they have a plan and they stick to it. And it just feels like 97.5 The Fanatic is just constantly trying to play catch-up to 94.1 WIP. It's clear what 94.1 WIP has works because it's what the Philly sports fan wants in, as, in general. Not everyone. Like I said, I'm not a 94.1 guy. But clearly they do something that this city does like. I don't think it's even like a lack of knowledge because I think like the people that are at 97.5 is as knowledgeable maybe even more than 94.1. But 94.1, I feel like caters more to the attitude, to the demeanor, and to the behavior of the average Philly sports fan. I think that's why they are successful to this day. That's why I think Barstool Sports works really well in a city like Philadelphia. It's just it's calling a spade a spade. So it is interesting. I'm I'm a humongous fan of Devon Givens, especially like if you're talking like basketball. Man's one of the best basketball talkers in the city, if not the best ball talk. So we'll have to wait and see. But it's just not looking good over there in um in 97.5 Fanatic, man. The kid was cursing. He was in was the Houston Astros. Oh, got it, got it, got it. What's up, faithful fanatics? How are we feeling? What's going on? Jakesers, I do not play fantasy football. I, I don't have time. I'm not, I don't really care for it. Um, I'd rather watch the Eagles on Sunday and then do whatever else I need to do throughout the day. I don't have time to watch football all day Sunday. It's only only 24 hours in a day, guys. Only 24 hours in a day. And I want to spend it on the birds for a portion of it. And for the rest of it, I want to take care of myself. Uh, yes, I saw that. I did see that. We'll see what his status will be for the next start. But yes, he did pull pull a little bit of a hammy. That's Ranger Suarez. I'm um, we'll wait to see. Yeah, I think I thought he was on the 15th day IL. Actually, I'll have to double check that. Um, but of course, the Media Little League World Series team. What a fantastic story that was. They literally captivated this whole city again, just like the Monet Davis team back in 20 was that 2013. And it was a lot of fun, man. It it, it really was seeing those kids represent Philadelphia. And I know like. Dude, Delconians, as I like to call them, Delconians, they're extremely prideful people. And it's freaking awesome. I get a little bit jealous about that. Like, it's a county in Pennsylvania, but they are so proud. And they are so Philly as can be, man. Seen the Delco flags all throughout the week. All those Delco accents. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It is really cool. Unfortunately, they did get eliminated yesterday in game 18 of this, of this little set, of this little tournament that they have but it was really cool seeing them go on their little run and then you see in the stands you got bryce harper trey turner kyle swarver in there as fans celebrating cheering on these kids these delco kids these delconians it was really cool to watch guys it really was um and that was kind of like the bright spot of the weekend and then you get into the phillies baseball so let's talk about it real quick. So Phillies this weekend, they lose the series this weekend against the Washington Nationals. Man, this is so frustrating, man. We talked about it beforehand. The series was so important. And not to jinx it, not to look too far ahead. 
but you had a series against the San Francisco Giants next week that you need to make sure you took care of business here so that way you go into the Giants series, tip-top shape, ready to go, even keel, and, and, and if anything, having a little bit of a slight edge against the San Francisco Giants. And what do the Phillies do? They fucking blow. <laughs> Straight up, they fucking blow. On Monday, you get, I'm sorry, on, on Friday, Michael Lorenzen's back in there, and obviously everyone is still high on, on Lorenzen and after that no-hitter last week against the same Washington Nationals team. And Lorenzen got brought down back a little bit to earth. I guess that was expected. Um, and although the Phillies were able to go up six to one, they allowed the Nationals the following inning to put up six, and they wound up losing that game eight to seven. CJ Abrams, great fucking story. I get it, but come on. That was one that they could have absolutely won there. Whatever. You move to the next game. Um, Christopher Sanchez on the mound. The Phillies do take care of business. They had a, an eight-run inning in the eighth inning. Uh, Trey Turner hits two runs. The Phillies in total hit five home runs, and they they destroy the Nationals. They look more like the Phillies versus the excuse me, like the Nash and against the Nationals. They went twelve to three. All right, so we head into Sunday. Series-defining game. You're in Bowman Field in in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Little League World Series. Delco's doing their thing as well. We just got to take care of business against this fucking Nationals team. And they could not freaking do that. It's absolutely pitiful. And you get a good start from Zach Wheeler, which is the most annoying part about that. But the bats were just freaking cold as can be. And that was the frustrating part. You were lucky that Jake Cave gave you a two-run home run that kind of gave you a jolt of energy. Brandon Marsh hits an RBI, but you can't do anything more. As you lose that last game. That was bullshit. It is just, it is frustrating, man. It is frustrating. I'm not at a place where I'm freaking out because, like, the Phillies at the end of the day are still in first place of that wild card spot. But, dude, you cannot keep continue relying on luck. You got to go out there and do your thing. You got to go there and take care of business yourself. It, 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 it's just ridiculous at this point. It's just ridiculous. So that's kind of where we're at right now with this Phillies team. You're two games above the San Francisco Giants. And next up for the Phillies, a three-game set against the San Francisco Giants. Gabe Kapler's in town. Those stinking Giants, they always find a way to, to, to be in this spot. This is an important series. You're in all, you're late August right now. You're battling with the Giants. You guys are you guys should be in first place of the wild card spot. Easily. You should be in first place of the wild card spot. And it's a little bit concerning. Aaron Ola is on the mound tonight. And I'm I'm nervous as all can be. Because we know what Noel Noel's been this year. It's what disappointing because my man's in the contract year. And this is what he's, he's been giving us mediocre at best. At this point, man, Aaron, I love you. But what's the point of bringing him back? In all honesty, what's the point of bringing Aaron all back? To sit there and stress? This man's going to come in a lot of money. And you know a team, you know, you know a team 
like the Colorado Rockies. Like this is an example. It seemed like the Colorado Rockies are going to throw the bank at him. I'm not paying him that. I can't. Luckily, Brandon Marsh came back this week, and that was huge. Because obviously, with Marsh out, you were forced put to put Kyle Schwarber back in left field, which is not ideal for anyone, any part, all parties involved. Now, Christian Pache should be coming back soon rather than later, which would really help so you can not keep Kyle Schwarber out there left field. That's really affecting him, man. Kyle Schwarber out in that field every day is affecting him at the plate and it, it just in general. You just should not be playing outfield every day. That's just the fact of the reality. Brandon Marsh coming back is huge. Absolutely huge. And love, definitely love seeing that. But again, as I always do, I always look at the, the runners in score position because that's the one stat that it's clear as day that they struggle at. And this is why we're having the inconsistencies that we're having with this baseball team. So in total, this over this past weekend, the Phillies were 12 and 28 with runners in scoring position. That's what we're working with. That's what we're talking about right now. And I personally think that, I mean, we can we can argue all we want. We can continue talking about uh, Topper moving the lineup around, changing guys around. But it, it is what it is at this point of, of the of the uh, of the season. But being able to have Brandon Marsh back definitely does help. It definitely does help on defense and, of course, with that back. Obviously, he needs to get back in the rhythm things. Obviously, it's going to take some time. But, man, oh, man, we got we definitely have some work to do, man. Definitely have some work to do. Um, That is true. That is true. Jake, sir, we are friends with Kyle Carberry. How do you know Kyle Carberry? That's what's up, man. We're asking about Kyle Carberry. Okay. Uh, can't believe the Yankees are in last place. What happened? When you spend your money the wrong way, Jason, that's what can happen. That is what can happen. That's what's going on with the Yankees right now. Dude, I'm watching like yeah, so yesterday, just a little little hindsight. So me and my fiance decided let's, let's go take a little drive, a little trip up to North Jersey, a little Yankees country, a little Mets and Yankees country, right? So we're having a little lunch. Uh we decided to have a drink at a at a at a rooftop bar in Jersey City, just a drink. And they have the Orioles. And the ath the A's on TV. And I'm watching this. I'm like, wow. I can't believe Baltimore is doing this year. It's it's incredible what Baltimore is doing this year. And that's part of it as well. AL East is always it's always tough. It's always tricky. It's always a gauntlet. But these Orioles are finding a way, man. And that is freaking crazy. That's freaking crazy, man. Unifan, thank you so much for the share. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yeah, but the Yankees in last place, it's, I mean, it's awesome. It's it's awesome as well. I can't mock a lot. It's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, seeing Yankees fans cry. I think most of, most in Major League Baseball would, would, uh, would, don't mind that. We, we definitely, um, do not mind that. But please, for the Christ Phillies, we cannot handle a serious loss to the cat. Uh, like the coconut oil, the bamboo, like all that, we can't handle it. We can't handle that this weekend here in Philadelphia. Please get the job done. Uh, let me grab the the, the uh, matchups here. So, like I mentioned, you have Aaron Nola here tonight. Uh, I think he's going to go up against Stephen Alexander in this first game. Let me grab the full schedule. 
a little sketchy. Jeez, man, we're deep in this season, boys and girls. We are deep in this one. Uh, Taewon Walker is going to go up against um, Kyle Harrison for Tuesday night's game. And then for our Wednesday night watch along or Wednesday afternoon watch along, um, Michael Lorenz is going to go back out there and he's going to face off against Alex Kyle. But can't look at Wednesday if we can't take care of Monday, today, and tomorrow. So we shall see what happens, man. Uh, since Baltimore has been bad for a while, they were eventually going to be amazing. Well, to that point, 2010s, they were really good. They made the ALCS that one year, and they had really good teams. They were consistent. And then, obviously, it all fell apart, and then there was those years where they were tanking. They were just absolutely god-awful. And they've just done a, a, an array of great draft picks, done a really good job on some trades, especially some deadline trades. Like I remember last year we were actually on Oin Philly Sports and we talked about Trey Mancini getting traded to the Astros and we we're just like questioning why that was. And it all made sense. It all made sense. And they're they're just doing a fantastic job. Everything's working very, really well for them as well in this roster construction. And take note, take note, especially those small market teams. Definitely take note because there is a will, there is a way. All right, with that being said, um, let's move on with the union. Um, over the weekend, they did take care of business against uh, Monterrey. They clinched third place in League's Cup, and they have punched their ticket to CONCACAF Champions Cup. They will have qualified. They will be in there next year, and that is all great news for sure. A 3 nothing victory. Yes, put a little bit of a grain of salt on it because you did play against the backups of Monterrey as they have been traveling all throughout this goddamn country and there was nothing left for their starters to play. They already qualified for Champions League. So for them, it was about just getting out of Chester. That's really all it was. They were just trying to get the hell out of Chester. Um, you get a you get a goal from Bueno right off the jump. Uh, Ure with a By the way, that Ure goal, that was a beautiful curling Crossed by Jack McGlynn. Absolutely spectacular. Ali Bedoya gets the third goal in the second half to kind of punch the union's ticket into, into Champions League. Um, but yeah, it, it, the Champion League's Cup is over. Miami won on that night, beating uh, Nashville in PKs. So they do hoist a trophy. So we did lose to the champions of League's Cup at the end of the day. So it's not too nothing too mad to be at, but now that League's Cup's over, it's kind of time to kind of like reflect on this tournament as we move forward into uh, back to League's play. The Union kick back things off on Saturday against DC. And so as we're kicking back off the this, this season, League's Cup in general, to me, was yet again another in-season tournament. What do I mean by that? This team is clearly really good. This team, 110%, I know what happened against Miami, but this team can compete with the best of the best. This team showed you through the group stages that they can be the best of the best. The way they were able to put a 5-1, five, 3-1, those goals, those games, like we know what they can do. We've seen it with this group of guys. We've seen their max capacity. Now, the depth for me is the main difference between this team and last year's team. I thought last year's team was a deeper team than this year. That's been a little bit of their struggle so far this year. 
But at least a couple things have been answered here. Like, I, I think most importantly, like the future past Ali Bedoya, that's the main question mark for me that has been answered. Jesus Bueno has emerged as a regular for this team. And think about it. Jesus Bueno's play was able, gave the union the ability to not only loan out Andres Pereira to NYCFC, but also Richard Odal as he's now with Denmark, and a Denmark Danish team, I should say. And that's huge. That is absolutely huge. And I think going forward, this team has its midfield in place. We don't know what the future is of Ali, who at this moment does seem like he's going to be a super sub coming off the bench. But at least you have your other midfielder. And Bueno, probably the best player throughout this tournament for the Union. The way he emerged, the way he came out of nowhere, what he scored, like five goals, that's incredible, all over the pitch, tenacious on defense. Him, and like everyone else, struggled against Miami, and that's that was bound to happen. Well, although the Union had some great moments, and of course some bad ones, I look at DC, you shouldn't have gone into penalties with them, you definitely shouldn't have gone to penalties with the Red Bull, and of course you should have not gotten killed by Miami in the way you did. But the question is still there. Can this team get the job done in clutch situations? We do know that against Miami, that was hyped up by everybody. By the team itself, by the media, and the union showed up flat. Flat as can be. And although Monterrey came out the next match with a bunch of backups, it was important for them to take care of business because you want those guys to get their confidence back. And I think that that's what happened. But work still is to be done. Still not a big fan of this depth. Um, I don't like the up and down of this attack. Obviously, Carranza picked up a little bit of a knock at the end of this tournament here. Didn't play against Miami, which was huge. Didn't play against um, against Monterrey. But you know, Gaza, Carranza, and Urre on the pitch all together. Dangerous things can happen for sure. That definitely needs to happen here. So we move on. We learn what we learned from this tournament. And now here's the here's the goal. Here is the key. This club has, what, like two months? About two months left until the end of the regular season and we head into the playoffs. That is more than enough time for this team to get it together, figure it out, and to click on all cylinders. Those, those goal lulls, like, it can't happen again. It cannot continue to happen. Of course... Tactical flexibility is something that, that Jim Curtin has noted, has been able to implement with this team. But it's clear as day that there are some matches where you can go run with that three-man three, three man back line or five-man back, whatever you want to call it. And there are games where you do have to run the diamond. And it's up to Jim to understand when to run each, uh, uh, when to run either formation. And we'll see. Um, our girl, Jenny Chu, who... Uh, she's a reporter for CBS Sports, Paramount Plus, C uh, CBS Colossal. She typically has great takes. I think she does a great job as a reporter. But then this past weekend, her fangirl side really showed out. Um, and let me see if I can find. I actually did. I did uh, quote tweet her because I, I disagreed with her wholeheartedly, of course. Um, so here's the tweet. And Jenny got ripped. And honestly, it was a bad take. If I'm being honest, it was a bad take. Uh, so Je here's Jenny's uh, tweet. National fans booing when Messi has the ball. 
You can't boo the best player in the world, y'all. It's just wrong. So, look, again, we get it. She's reporting for the MLS. Obviously, Messi's a big-time player. Uh, but then when you see, and I saw this this morning. I wonder if she kept it up. And I could have sworn I saw it this morning. She did get a lot of shit for it, so I'm wondering if she took it down. Uh, no, 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 she kept it up. No, she didn't care. She really didn't care about this one. She she stuck with her bad take, and I guess I guess you give her kudos, but she's definitely not right. <laughs> uh, so she does, then posts this little picture here with Lionel Messi. So here's the thing: I'm not a reporter. I don't have a journalistic background. I pick up some things from journalists because I want to be in this industry, and I actually do. I do love the craft of journalism i really do that right there was all unprofessional 100 was unprofessional to call out the home fans nashville fans by the way the league's cup was final was played in geodis park which is in nashville to come at nashville fans for booing a player on the opposing team in a final in their own home is wrong is flat out wrong you don't just come at a team a fan base for that they're allowed to do what they want they're not being rude. They were booing them. And by the way, Union fans also were booing Messi. Because at the end of the day, we realize he's a GOAT, but we still have to play this team. We're still in a tournament. It's winner go home. I, 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 don't, I don't get how she can die on that, on that hill. But hey, she do what she wants. She's getting paid, and we're definitely not. So that, that, there is that. So it was. I thought that was very, very interesting to say the least, man. What's up, Scotty? What's going on, man? What's happening? Watching some Arsenal football. One up, one zero in the 87th minute against Crystal Palace. Look at that! Arsenal trying to get their championship run going, and they well up one nothing right now against Crystal Palace. Awesome stuff. Um, Jakester, Marcus Mariota has been playing bad. Yeah, Jake, we talked about that last week, right after the preseason game, man. Yeah, man, we 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 definitely talked about that. Um, I would definitely recommend checking that out because we did talk about that in full. But yeah, man, he did not play well. He did not play well. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you watch that. It's last uh, last Friday's edition of. I'm sorry, last Friday's edition of Citywide Special. Check it out. I gave you guys my full thoughts on what they should do with that back quarterback position. But yeah, that is correct. He did not play well whatsoever. Uh, last bit of Union stuff before we move on. Uh, Brandon Craig. If you noticed the yesterday, by the way, MLS plays back. Uh, regular season got turned back up this past weekend. Austin FC. They made the trade. They loaned for Brandon Craig. And Brandon Craig has played in total zero minutes for Austin FC. That's right. I said zero minutes for Austin FC. The reason why we loan Brandon Craig, or what we thought, the reason why we loan Brandon Craig to Austin was for him to get minutes because Austin needs help in defense. All right, flat out. And Brandon Craig, obviously, in the union system, playing really well with the U20s. You would think that they would put him out there, but it's just not the case right now. Brandon Craig left out the 18 yesterday, and a bunch of us union fans are wondering, what was the point of loaning out Brandon Craig? Allaway, who is in Philadelphia, 
is with the team, is in the 18. That's great. But, you know, why do we get, why do we loan Brandon Craig if they're not going to play? That is really frustrating. I need to look into it. I need to talk to my, some Austin peeps, see what's going on exactly. I'm actually going to Austin next month, which is ironic. But I just don't get how Brandon Craig does not get minutes. I, I need someone to explain it to me. Because when you have a defense as bad as Austin, you can use a guy like Brandon Craig. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And with that, let's move on to the birds real quick. Um, in the midst of all of us watching the Phils, watching the Union, watching media, Little League World Series team, Miles Jack up and retire. <laughs> he, he just like just straight up just I'm 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 out. Now done. Just hangs it up. In the midst of him. Helping us out because obviously Nicobe Dean's been battling his little bit of injuries. Um, we're obviously thin at the at the linebacker position as well, and he just ups and retires. It is very interesting to say the least here, man. We'll see what that what we'll do uh, with the linebacker position, but it is truly interesting. And, and, and from what I'm hearing, he he's retiring and he's going to trade school. This man's leaving the NFL to be a plumber. How can you hate that? <laughs> How can you hate that? It is it is freaking incredible, man. Freaking incredible. Thanks, Miles Jacks, for the for the five minutes. Um, but yeah, he's gone. He's retired. He's uh out. Out the door. I thought that was freaking crazy. Um, guys, Jalen Hurts has kind of reached another status right now. If you guys have noticed, obviously, we talked about last week, he's now in the Jordan brand, which is really cool. I think that fits him perfectly. Dude just did the Hulu commercial, which was a little bit weird. The uh, Hulu has now live TV. But we talked about this before. Jalen Hurts is such a polarizing player. It's because of the way he conducts himself. And now you match his success off the field, him being the quarterback of Philadelphia, and obviously he's going to have a group of people that are going to follow him and support him. And... He's out here representing at, a, at at all costs. And I'm curious to see how all the fame and the buzz is going to affect him. We'll see. He seems so even keel that it won't affect him. But man, people want a piece of Jalen. People want a piece of Jalen. And all eyes are on Jalen. They're still doubting him, man. They're still doubting. They're still talking all smack in Dallas. Um, it was it Colin Coward? Colin Coward had his top like 10 quarterback wide receiver duos in the NFL didn't even put Jalen Hurts and and, and, uh, and AJ Brown. So the disrespect is still there. And I'm just excited for more Jalen Hurts, man. Him continuing seeing his growth and his development year by year. I'm just so excited, man. What? <laughs> what? Dude, the Eagles didn't have him played since Thursday. Are, are you are you talking about the the tie to the Browns in a preseason game? That one dude, and you got the Hamlin back profile thing. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You don't, you ain't passing the vibes around here, my G. You ain't passing them vibes. Oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for this edition of Citywide Special. I truly appreciate everyone tuning on into today's edition. We're going to be back at it again tomorrow. We might have a special guest, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that one. Of course, again tonight, the Phillies are in action. 7.05 first pitch. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Subscribe for more Philly sports. 
And of course, you can find us wherever stream podcast as well. Find us under Citywide Special. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, let's go Philly Sports. <laughs>